What's up, boys and girls, and thank you for tuning in to episode numero two, number two of the Josh Belcher Experience. I'm your host, Josh Belcher, and this podcast where it's unique, just like every other podcast you've ever listened to, um, I'm primarily going to discuss music and comedy and just things I enjoy in general. Um, but we're going to start off episode number two with a discussion about Brian Wilson. Brian Wilson is the lead, the leader of the Beach Boys. He was the leader, composer, uh, producer, arranger, co-writer on all of the smash hits. Um, critics called him a genius. Uh, tons of pressure on this man. Um, you know, more hits than you could shake a stick at. Um, often uh, imitated, never duplicated. Um, was supposed to come to Nashville, Tennessee, where I live, um, in June and perform Pet Sounds in its entirety with the uh, symphony, the Nashville Symphony at the Skirmerhorn Symphony Center. I gave uh, some big dollars to go see him, sitting in the second row. I was beyond pumped. Uh, I have never caught him. Um, I've seen the Beach Boys minus him, but never got to see him himself and kind of wanted to soak it all in. Uh, he's got an all-star band, uh, 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 Blondie Chaplin, uh, who played with the Beach Boys as guitarist, also with the Rolling Stones. And, of course, Al Jardine, one of the original Beach Boys, accompanies on him on tour. And um, he was going to do Pet Sounds in its entirety to celebrate its 50th anniversary. He was also supposed to come last year. Uh, he canceled for back surgery. This year he canceled his entire summer tour uh, for what he called uh, mental insecurity. Uh, Mr. Wilson did a lot of drugs in the 60s. Uh, he's, admit, he's openly admitted it, you know, said he did it because he, uh, you know, to keep up the pressures of, you know, keeping up with the Beatles and people calling him a genius and always trying to, you know, up the level and creative in his writing and his arrangements and everything. And I guess he had uh, one bad trip or one bad trip too many because he says still to this day he can be anywhere and hear voices. They'll be talking to him while he's performing. Um, if you've ever seen him in an interview or, you know, anything, Thing. He's he's a space cadet, uh, but uh, one of the most brilliant minds in rock and roll music. So I was going to go nonetheless to soak him in and just to experience it. Uh, he's 78 years old. Just had a birthday uh, not too long ago. Uh, in the middle of June, and I'm afraid he's going to die before I get to see him. Uh, very much looking forward to it. Uh, the Beach Boys are one of my top five favorite bands of all time. Uh, I think Brian Wilson's one of the most remarkable minds uh, in music in, in our generation and generations before us. And, you know, just like seeing Babe Ruth or Michael Jordan or Wayne Gretzky or Mozart or, you know, anybody you can think of, I wanted to catch him. So, uh, God willing, he'll uh, third time's a charm and actually come play somewhere in Nashville next year. Um, if not, if I hit the lottery, um, it's been uh, on my bucket list to go spend the night with him uh, and, you know, hang out in pajamas and maybe just watch him play piano. So you never know uh, if that's going to happen. Like I said, it's a pipe dream. It's a big one, but uh, it's on my bucket list. So I'd like to uh, send out condolences to Brian Wilson because I know what it's like to have you know, mental problems, being ADHD-driven with a splash of what I call a bipolar bear. Uh, mostly self-inflicted, self-deprecating, uh, get depressed a lot, um, but uh, that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother time. But anyway, I was going to play Pet Sounds, which is regarded as one of the greatest albums ever composed in rock music, and the song God Only Knows from it, which is you can hear if you go see Toy Story 4, or you've, you know, heard prior. I mean, it's not like it's a big hidden secret. Paul McCartney of the Beatles called it the greatest rock song 
ever written. So I just wanted to sit there to watch it, you know, to soak it all in, to hear it as it was arranged uh, when he did Pet Sounds 50 plus years ago in studio, uh, accompanied with strings and, uh, you know, uh, woodwinds, all sorts of musical instruments of that caliber. Um, big fan of Phil Spector, and uh, he was doing things like making noises, bringing horses into the studio, animals. That's why they call it Pet Sounds Hooves. Uh, you know, he brought fireworks in, made uh, his... Uh, you know, studio musicians wear firemen hats. I mean, just the whole shebang. Things nobody was doing before. He took bobby pins on one of the songs and plucked the inside of the strings of the piano with it. I'm sure they have a name. I don't know at the top of my head what they're called right now. But a great album nonetheless to check out. You've probably heard a bunch of songs and be like, oh, I've heard that, or you've just enjoyed it in your own right. But um, even though I'm disappointed, I wish him the very best and just hope that he can hold on for one more year or two and come back because um, I love him and will definitely, you know, put that money out there and, and try to go see him again. Uh, the craziest part of the installment is I had an opportunity to uh, speak with Al Jardine uh, about the... Uh, the music and everything and uh, could not use any of the material because they were discussing what they were going to do with Nashville. He did bring up to me that they were in Nashville the day Martin Luther King Jr. was shot. Uh, hopefully I can save some of that um, uh, interview for a later date and perform it for you. Just an interesting tidbit there. Uh, but was going to get to meet Brian Wilson and Al Jardine and you talk about freaking out because him, Morgan Freeman, uh, Chris Farley, Robin Williams, Dave Grohl, there's a handful of people that I would actually freak out and go all fangirl on, and I was going to get to be in his presence and just thank him for all the music uh, he created. And like I said, the opening song was Wouldn't It Be Nice, um, which was a song off of Pet Sounds, and also a uh, fun fact was in the movie Fifty First Dates, which was, uh, to me, a really funny movie that uh, Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore did. So that's my first one. I want to come out talking about Brian Wilson. Uh, I've got a lot of interesting topics to cover with you this go around. And thank you for listening. Any comments or suggestions, feel free to tell me because uh, I love to entertain. I love to talk about music. I love talking about comedy. And I love just uh, basking in all of it. So if it's something you like listening to, let me know. Something else we could uh, you know, discuss or something you'd like to know, I'll try to look it up, discuss it. Or um, if you've got anybody that wants to be interviewed, let me know. We'll try to get hooked up with them. Okay, let's uh, get her started. Okay, this is a new section we're going to introduce into the podcast. Uh, this is the Josh and Jeff lunch break uh, with my buddy uh, Jeff Smith. We have lunch together because we work together on a daily basis. We're going to have topics ranging from musical entertainment to movies and things we enjoy together as we hang out here at work or otherwise. And today we're going to discuss something that we've already been a part of, and that's the Avengers movie, which by now I hope everyone has already seen it or at least knows about it, because I guess you could say they're spoilers, but, you know, 800 million people have seen it, so I don't think there'll be any spoilers. But I'm going to ask Jeff the question that's on everybody's mind. What do you think about a reboot? Bringing out again, well, not a reboot, bringing out another time a an extra edition, extra footage, extra whatever. Do you think this is just a, a way of greed, or do you think this is creative, or, or do you think they're holding out? Why do you think they're bringing it? to the theater for everybody to see it another round more money more money that's I'm all there's to it pretty sure that's what it is more money because i mean like i saw it twice i saw it once with you that was three and a half some hours then i saw it again with my daughter and her boyfriend my mom that was another three hours and this one's got you know they said 10 to 15 minutes of footage but they could have easily put on the dvd which is they will 
But, um, you know, I guess they're thinking people are not going to hold out to see it. I mean, do you think it would be worth to go sit through it again just to see another 8 to 10 minutes of, of an ending or whatever they got going on? Me personally, no. Yeah, I don't think uh, I can I handle just, it. I would just wait for the, the DVD, yeah. Blu-ray, whatever you want to call it. Because there's nothing that's going to happen that's going to really add to what we've already seen. You know, right. Iron Man's dead. Uh, the... Uh, Black uh, Widow, she's dead. Uh, Captain America's going to die is almost dead. I think this is more for, uh, like, the, the hardcore fans. But we're hardcore. Well, I'm a hardcore well, fan. Well, you're a hardcore fan. You're just a fan. Um, uh, well, sure. Go, go, yeah, go I loved it. I mean, I, I enjoyed it both times. Cried both times. You know what happened. Um, I'm, re- I'm more ready for uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. I was there when he cried. Yeah, Jeff was. And he... Didn't say anything, but he did give me a weird look. Uh, I already had tissue in my pocket, thank goodness. Um, but, uh, no, I think, uh, I mean, good for them. There's going to be people to see it. I read to where if you show up to uh, participating theaters that they've got a special poster of Iron Man's fist with all the rings inside of it or something like that. Pretty looks pretty snazzy. But not worth going to see it one more time. That would, For me, that had been uh, nine hours and change to go again. Um, saw it twice, very good. Look forward to seeing it, you know, when it comes out on digital video disc or Blu-ray or whatever. But uh, I'm holding out for Spider-Man. I'm excited. Are you ready to go see Spider-Man? I'm actually ready to see Spider-Man. Yeah, it looks pretty interesting. Uh, Jeff and I go um, to the uh, openings to all the movies because, thankfully, uh, our theater here locally, uh, shout out to Shady Brook Cinema here in Columbia, Tennessee, where we, we reside. Um, they show them at, like, noon uh, that day. Uh, depending on what it is, so we've seen a couple of movies. We've seen the Avengers, Godzilla, and uh, we're gonna hold. We're gonna go see Spider-Man coming up here really soon, because uh, you know they kept it a secret for a while. But it's you know a life uh, once the return of all the regular humanoids, I guess you could say. Uh, no, no Iron Man, but um, Iron Man's right hand man is there with Spider-Man, and uh, Spider-Man appears to have some kind of suits that Tony Stark made. Uh, we know Mysterio's in it. There's that one guy, they might have given him a name. I thought he was another Sandman. I could be wrong. I uh, don't know what kind of twists and turns are going in this movie. Uh, I like it. I'm not too crazy about uh, the kid aspect of it as far as Spider-Man. I want my Spider-Man to be about 21 or 22. Uh, uh, you know, young and spry, but not like a child like uh, this Peter Parker. I mean, this one, he's afraid to talk to Nick Fury. Uh, and I don't even know if he's kissed MJ or any girls for that matter. Jeff, what are your thoughts? Spider-Man. I, I don't know. Spider-Man. That's it. What about Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio as the villain? Uh, sure, I guess. Pretty pretty crazy wild card. Crazy? I, mean, I don't know. I, I, never I mean, really... I, I'm not really familiar with the character. Yeah, Mysterio. I'm not like a comic book guy, yeah. really, so I, I, I don't know. He's to like me, a, it seems like a good option. He's an illusionist of sorts. Correct. But we'll figure it out. So they're over... He's uh, very mysterious. In there, the yeah, Mysterio. Yeah, mysterious ways. But uh, they're in Europe, and we're going to go check that out. And then uh, Jeff and I, more than likely, will review it uh, after we get back for next week's podcast. Uh, anything you want to add, Jeff, before we get out of here? Anything on your mind, on your heart? No, I think that's about it for today. That's awesome. Uh, I'm eating my lunch. So. Yeah, Jeff is eating a turkey and cheese sandwich. In the lunch corner. Yeah, in the lunch corner, Aquafina. He's having Aquafina water. I'm already eating mine. He got a hamburger at first over in the cafeteria at General Motors, but it was, uh, what was it, cold? Soggy. It was just not good. It was not well. It was, it was not um, cooked thoroughly to my liking. Yeah, not thoroughly cooked. And stale. Hard bread. Fun fact about Jeff: when he consumes sandwiches or hot dogs or anything, he he does not use condiments of any sort. 
no condiments, nor do I use condoms. <laughs> that's because he's uh, married with children. Uh, his wife is wanting a second child, but that's a whole nother podcast. Oh, yeah. I was just uh, fumbling through YouTube saw a preview for a new movie called The Peanut Butter Falcon and I'm so excited about this that I wanted to share it with you immediately on this podcast number two. Coming out in August it stars Shia LaBeouf, Dakota Johnson, John Hawks and introducing Zach Gottigan, G-O-T-T-A-G-E-N. Hope I didn't pronounce that wrong. If I did I apologize. To me, uh, Shia LaBeouf is the best actor of my age and this generation. Um, he's gone through a couple of mishaps, went stone mad, got a little bit of craziness to him, some mental uh, situations. But when you come to think about it, what brilliant people don't? I mean, look at Van Gogh cutting his ear off and mailing it. Uh, Brian Wilson, who uh, is a basket case, just canceled all of his shows because he's got voices in his head. I mean, Michael Jackson, uh, the greatest entertainer of all time, you know, putting blankets over his kids' heads, weird masks, dangling them off balconies uh, before he passed away tragically so young. I think with brilliance, you know, it's just God's way of bouncing you out. You can't have all that talent and not be a little crazy, too. But anyway... Uh, the preview of this movie looks like it's Shia LaBeouf's comeback, and I really hope it is because the world needs him acting in movies. I mean, he just enhances things. I mean, he's a great actor, but uh, the premises of this movie, uh, which it didn't already lure me in by the uh, the cast that's there, is it's about a young, uh, child, uh, young man, rather I should say, young person uh, with Down syndrome, and he uh, takes off from his uh, caretaker's property to go pursue a wrestling camp, which uh, already sucked me in, being the wrestling fan I am. And on the way, you know, he uh, pairs up with Shia LaBeouf, who's kind of looking rough and ragged, uh, assuming he's uh, maybe downtrodden a little bit down in his luck, and they form a friendship, and the movie looks fantastic. Uh, they go on a trip. Dakota Johnson, um, from what I'm assuming, is uh, close to the young man, and um, from what I gathered, but you can watch the uh, preview of it on YouTube. It's coming out in August. Looks like a movie to see, and I'm really hoping, and I'm and I'm banking on Shia LaBeouf. I'm pulling for him. Uh, brilliant actor, and I hope this is the one that uh, brings him back into the spotlight, and hopefully he can calm down and uh, get somebody to talk to, maybe get a couple of meds in his bloodstream, and uh, start back doing what he does best, and that's uh, entertain uh, us. And um, The Peanut Butter Falcon looks fantastic can't wait to check it out just thought i'd share it with you uh saw it run across youtube and was like oh, i'll have to share that immediately uh hopefully somebody else will be on board with me maybe we'll go see it at the movie theater together or tennessee folks like myself the theater uh so we can check it out um looks great all right That little snippet was a song called I Had to Walk by Cam Pierce Music. It was recorded recently here live at Puckett's in Leapers Fork, Tennessee, uh, which is a good segue into my first ever 
musical interview here on the Josh Belcher Experience. Going to be talking to Sam Madewell, who plays mandolin for Campier's Music. Get to learn a little bit about the band and uh, what they got going on here in the future. So like I said, that was a part of the song I Had to Walk, which is a really awesome song. Sitting here with Sam Madewell. Said that right, didn't we? We did. Sam is an awesome musician. He is a part of the band, and I'm going to uh, interview him, my first musical guest, Cam Pierce Music. Do you go by Cam Pierce Music or just um, Cam the, Pierce? The band is Cam Pierce. Uh, it's the Cam Pierce Band. Awesome. Okay. And uh, tell everybody about this group. What's, what's, the, what's the sound you're going for? I've listened to it, but like for new listeners, tell them uh, what you're trying to uh, display and get out there for, for everybody as far as music goes. Well, um, it's more of an acoustic Americana uh, type of thing, a little bit of folky. Um, it's not the, not the exact same thing that everybody's used to hearing. You know, um, uh, we gotta, We'll switch it up with a mandolin player every now and then. And we just picked up a really good uh, violinist named Grayson Drum. Um, so it's just, you know, trying to keep it, the, Cam is from, uh, Oregon, so it's out west, and he brings a nice little, uh, sound, uh, west coast sound of that style to the south out here, so, um, we like to call it Western Americana. Nice, well put. And yeah, that's, the, I agree with you from listening to it, you've got a blend of that sound that he brings to it, like you feel almost like earthy, like woods, you know, you feel like this guy knows what it's like, and then you got guys like you, uh, some good southern roots and they're all in the mix. So how did you mesh together, how did you guys get together, how did you become a part of the band? Um, well, there's a nice little spot in Franklin, Tennessee called uh, the legendary Kimbrough's Pickin' Parlor, um, and I was just out there one night, it was actually a night where I just told myself... Uh, I uh, probably just need to go home and just relax, but something told me to go in, and I met Cam, and we're in, you know, at Kimbrough's, they got these little uh, backroom places to where everybody just gets together and just plays music, and we just hit it off and just started talking, and, um, you know, and then one thing led another, kept finding other band members, and it's just been a, the snowball effect, it's been, the momentum's going, you know. Yeah, I'm playing some awesome plays. I saw one video where, like you said, you had like not only the violin arrangement, but it was, I guess was there a cello in the background? There too? was. Yeah, Sabi. She's from Alaska, so we Alaska. Sabi Flores. Yeah, uh, from Alaska, and uh, so that adds it really cool. Um, she's not she's not able to be there every show, but it's kind of one of those things where you have all these different people. Yeah, you know, and it looks like good crowds. You know, uh, everybody's uh, trying to pick up like. Um, what what all are you doing right now as far as touring? Do y'all have a set schedule or or, or I mean or, or I mean if somebody wanted to come find you, like somebody listened to this and wanted to check you out aside from your website and everything? Where where would we be going next? Uh, the best place to go is probably campiercemusic.com and that's C A M P I E R C E music.com. Um, uh, we're we've been updating our shows on there. Uh, we just played a show in Brentwood. Um, this past Friday called the Nature's Isle Sanctuary. It's a really cool place that I didn't even know about, and it's just a sanctuary for owls, and we just keep picking up shows like one after another. Like, we got another one July 11th, I believe, at the Mockingbird in Kimbrough's, and that just got picked up. So, you know, we, we've been together about seven months, and what, what our idea is... Uh, maybe a year to have a full line tour booked. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys are nice and tight for just seven months. Yeah. You seem to have it all together. We practice twice a week, you know, and uh, just everybody's serious about it. Um, no funny business, you know, everybody's pretty professional, and that's kind of rare sometimes, that, you know, in the music business to find people who uh, are on the same page and stay on the same page. So. Yeah, because it's like, how many, what's your core group? How many people are in it right now? Uh, let's see, we got, we got a bass player, um, a violinist, a drummer and Cam and I, so that's five as core, but 
every now and then we will pick up Sabi, the, the cellist, like I said, and then also um, a fellow named Ziggy, who's the Grand Ole Opry, uh, Grand Ole Opry's keys player. Um, really, really nice guy. Um, so we'll, we'll have different people. We're, I think the Mockingbird Show, we're going to have a really good steel guitar player. He's really good. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. Um, and a lot of people, like I said, being musicians such as myself and you, they don't realize is that uh, besides just making the music with that many people or in any amount of any band, that's that many personalities. And it yes. really takes a lot right. of compromise right. and a lot of talent to get together and everybody say, hey, it this does. is our common goal. It, that's right. And you guys are tight. Every song I listen to sound really, really good. I mean, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm on board. That's Thank why I wanted you, to have you in here because... Um, you know, Sam not only is a musician, he oozes with positivity. Uh, he's just a guy that's infectious with him, and uh, you can see it in his playing. Thank and uh, yeah, you're the man, dude. I'm proud of you. Um, let's let's go a little deeper than than this music. Let's go further. How? Because you and I, when we get together, we discuss music amongst other things. Where did it start for you? Where did this passion grow? Because I mean, you know, like I said, you still love it to this day, just like I do, just as much as we did when mm -hmm. we first discovered it. What? How did it? What hit with you when you're like, oh, this is what I want to do? Uh, just being a kid, uh, I was born in Wyoming, um, so uh, my dad and mom moved out to Wyoming, wanted to do the kind of the Rocky Mountain thing, you know, and and just so being out there and not having much to do, you just um, we just listen to music, listen to old record albums, you know, and um, I remember hearing Dire, Dire Straits a lot. I grew up on that, um, a lot of blues. Um, so music's always been a big important part of my life, and on my dad's side of the family, they all play too. And so it's it's uh, it's always been there. I've always been around it. Um, it. So even as a young kid growing up, all my friends played, you know, and it's just amazing. Like today, just with how the the connection of the internet with the newer group, just everybody's being able to watch people, and you see like five year old Stevie Ray Vaughan's out there just tearing it up, you know. Yeah. So, so it's just growing more and more. Everybody playing, but that's how I started. Um, it's just always been. Uh, it's just always been a part of me, you know. Yeah, understandably. That's awesome with the records. Yeah, and Dire Straight, that's a great yeah. one to cut your teeth on. Yes, yeah. man, them guys. Mark Knopfler. Oh, man. Yeah. What about... So, aside from being mandolin, I know you play about nine or ten different things, right? You've got to... What all are you playing? Maybe not that many. But, uh, no, I play uh, I play a little bit of keys. Uh, by no means can I, like, pick up a shift on the old Second Avenue on the piano. But uh, I like uh, I like playing keys. I play bass, of course. Um, mandolin. Guitar is my main instrument. I just play mandolin with Cam in this band. Um I've always just tried to mess around with it and uh, always really loved it. And I play a little unorthodox style, and I think that's what uh, sort of makes it interesting sometimes when I play with people uh, that they find interesting. So, um, But guitar is definitely my main instrument. Um, you know, okay. different styles is my thing. Too. Yeah, and that, that made me think of another thing. Um, like, uh, are you on board during the creative process of these songs? Like, when you made them, were these songs already built, or do some of them do you have your input in? Like, do you help write these songs, or how does that go? A little bit of both. Uh, they were definitely already uh, done. Uh, Cam is a phenomenal songwriter. I mean, that was the thing. I've played with so many people uh, this whole time, just playing so many people, and he's, something about him stuck out. And he's just a stand-up guy. Um, his songs are just from the heart, and... A uh, quick story about him, uh, I was over at his house eating dinner and his mom told me that uh, when he, he like wrote his like high school senior paper that uh, the teacher tried to say he plagiarized. 
And his mom's like, no, he's really that prolific of a writer. You now know, that's like, saying something. If he's yeah, written something like yeah. that and they're accusing him, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. And, and he didn't. And so that made a lot of sense to me because Cam songs are really good. And the way I play my instruments is I just don't play the chords anymore. I need to hear the artist, if I'm playing with, uh, really be into it, feel it, and be real. And it evokes emotion, and therefore that helps me play what you're hearing on the album or whatever, so... Yeah, and, and I'm glad you brought that up with the songwriting. That's why I wanted to ask you about that is because listening to the words and, and studying everything, they they say the greatest artists write what they know. And all this music right. you guys are doing, this is right. this is original because you can't fake that. Yeah. You know, it's just like anything like telling a lot of somebody the truth is eventually gonna come out. Yep. And all yep. this yep. stuff is authentic. <laughs> this is something that we don't we don't you know, that Nashville doesn't really have yet that's, that people are gonna latch on to. Yeah. You know, because they're always yeah. looking for something different. You guys have got the different sound, so you. you know, nothing. Well but, we try, you know, I mean it's not that we're trying to be different, but it is it just comes out we naturally. No, we notice that. Yeah. So, you know, we're naturally a little bit different. I mean, uh, I put a little reverb on my my, my mandolin a lot and uh Sometimes that's not the most uh, traditional thing, so we are a little different and, uh, and try to be and try to be interesting and good, and it just all works, you know. And uh, it was just a good connection meeting them right off the bat, and then it just hit it off, you know. So it's been seven months and two practices a week. Me driving from Summertown, Tennessee, all the way to Franklin, or uh, Summertown all the way to Nashville twice a week, and you know, working those jobs. Uh, yeah been hard you know but hopefully it's going to pay off that's right get the dividends you got to try yeah hey and I, and I think nothing but big things are coming from yeah. it dude I really do and like I said somebody that sits and listens to music all the time I, I you know I sit down and enjoy you guys and I was like oh man there's something yeah. here and I can see it in your face and your emotion. You guys got to check them out, man. They're, they're, they're full of passion. If you want to listen to some good, authentic music, like I said, we've got some West Coast with some splashes, some good old Southern roots, and some there Wyoming in there, there too. Some Alaska. I mean, you got <laughs> something there for everybody. I mean, they're, they're not discriminating. So uh, tell everybody one more time uh, where they can find you as far as the website and the musics and everything, where they can, like, if they just wanted to listen or watch or whatever, what all did you have? Uh, well, we have the Instagram pages and the Facebook pages, um, you know, uh, the for the band itself, the best way. I mean, we've been updating. Um, we've been updating it, trying to get new videos up, and uh, here recently. So uh, that is campiercemusic.com. Um, pretty cool little webpage there. And of course, the Facebook and Instagram. We're all on that. Um, yeah, it's all linked right to yeah, that website. It is. And like I said, that's where you can go. Like where I can go, you can check out these videos, and very well done. I mean, they're not done like you know. Somebody's taking a lot of pride in, in recording them and everything. Thank you. So yep. is that is that your camera guy? Uh, is it like a is he like band camera guy? Or? It's different. I mean, we've a lot of people work with. So I mean, we actually have. Uh, we went to the studio and uh, did th a three song EP. Really good. Still not released yet, and it's really good. So and we exciting. had the whole camera with the you know on the slide and everything. And he showed me a little a little clips of it. Yeah, it's really good. So we uh, sort of take our time trying to get it perfect, but yeah. Well, you'd rather uh, rather take your time and, and deliver you know, something right yeah. just for just for yeah. ramming it in there. Right. So you got a three song EP coming out. Yeah. Man, I can't wait to get my hands yeah. on it. You're yeah. gonna sign them for people that buy them. Yeah. See, Definitely and, you, Josh. Yeah. And he's and he, he greets his fans, man. You gotta you gotta meet Sam, dude. He's loaded with energy. Uh, you'll walk out with a positive influence and vibe. And uh, be sure to check him out. Drop him a line. Give him a listen. And go Love support it. him out on the road. And Love hopefully uh, uh, we'll be catching him here somewhere real soon. Anything else you want to add Woo. before we get out of here? Uh, no, uh, Josh, I just appreciate everything you do. Hey, uh, you're, you're my, you're you're my very, friend, man. You're very good at it. Yeah, yeah, thank you. It's fun. All right, we're out of here. That's another segment of the Josh Belcher Experience. Uh, we appreciate it to Sam Madewell and everybody we talked to. We'll catch you on later down the line. Uh, another podcast here coming up soon. Take care. Have a good day.